Welcome to episode 9 of the Law Laughter and Beyond podcast. Today we have Swarna Sen Gupta with us. Swarna graduated from NUJS in 2021. She is currently working as a research fellow in the FinTech team of Vidhi Center for Legal Policy. She has also worked with a corporate law firm. Her areas of interest include financial regulations, commercial laws and the emerging frameworks of new financial technology welcome to the podcast swarna hi thank you so much it's great to be here and i'm very excited to be a part of this podcast so yeah thank you so when we talk about so you graduated fairly recently so how was your experience at nujs what were some activities or endeavors you partook in especially outside academics that allowed you to reach and develop your current interests um so yeah i just newly out of uh, the university hangover and nujs hangover so as to say um but i think like my time at nujs was very enriching i think nujs is a kind of university where you meet people from different places like be it students or professors or even um or even like for example guest lecturers who come uh, to the university so i think in that way our university really gives us a lot of avenues to explore different things and i think the fairly um a much more uh curriculum that is available in NUJS also gave me a lot of opportunities to see outside of my uh, academics and explore different avenues be it within extracurriculars or even say like even in academic endeavors so i think uh, a lot of these a lot of the activities that i took up from my very first year like being part of societies and uh, just being part of things that i actually wanted to be part of actually helped me quite a bit in actually understanding what i want and when i want it so i think organizations like such as uh, like you know society for international trade law or even uh, for example like i was part of sahyog which is a pro bono research organization and i think these are small small things which helped me a long way in actually yeah. realizing what it is that i want to focus on because i think in my uh, five years i actually delved into a lot of different areas so i was even like nature committee at one point of time and <laughs> and vigilance committee like vigilance committee and um academic societies of course um i was like a research assistant uh, to uh, mr zubindash who was that time a lamp fellow where i actually had my first trust with uh, technology law and data protection laws and then i think um, just uh, participating in a lot of research initiatives like for example i was back when i was in college and i was also uh, in sahyog which is also a research organization so i think all of these helped me slowly so we develop not only what i'm interested in which is commercial laws because mm-hmm. i did fairly undertake a lot of commercial law oriented uh, activities and in terms as well as electives but also uh, it helped me develop an interest in research and what actually research entails so yeah I, these are some of the bits that a bit a lot in choosing my career path so as um so you held a uh, significant leadership positions especially with respect to SITC and sayog so what are some soft transferable skills you learned from these experiences that you think helped you in your career in policy right now yeah uh, so actually 
being in a leadership position actually teaches you a lot about teamwork and in any workplace, be it in policy or in a law firm, I think the primary thing that one needs to focus on is being a team member, how you can work within a team and how you can handle a team. So I think being a part of SIPC and leading a team, even Sahyog, where first I was a I was an RA and then I progressed into a leadership role within Sayog, helped me a lot in understanding what it means to work with different people and also understand what it means to work under pressure or timelines or even give others timeline. And at the same time, in specifically to policy, I think being an SITC and Sayog helped me a lot in understanding. A, it helped me a lot being getting exposure to kinds of people like different lawyers different organizations uh different research scholars and different professors who i could interact with and get to their view but also at the same time it also helped me hone my research skills because even in sitc we used to write blogs we used to edit blogs we used to review blogs we were part of like we were part of cci initiatives for which we had to make like research projects and sayog is obviously a of wholly research organization so i think all of this really helped me understand um what it means to be a research assistant or a research fellow and how can I navigate that world because until then all my internships are very law firm oriented practical internships like not too much of research internship these two avenues help me a lot to gain a better insight into what research actually entails Absolutely. So in light of this, you worked at a corporate firm for a few months. So what was your experience like? What was what team did you work in? Was it related to the fintech vertical you eventually joined at Vidhi? In what ways are the transferable skills required in a firm similar and different to those required in policy? Yeah. So yeah, I did work at a law firm and it was a very educative experience. Like I actually... Uh, I actually got uh, my law firm fairly early on in uh, law school. Uh, so I had a mind. So I, only after that did I delve into research and policy. But I wanted to join a law firm to understand what it is like to work law firm it is for me or is it not for me so i joined the m a team of the law firm it was general corporate and m a and i think it was great like i i really like corporate i like commercial law so in that way it was quite a good experience for me and i got to meet very good partners very good like very good my senior like very good seniors like senior associates and even like associates who actually helped me understand uh the practical side of law and the practical side of being into a work environment and i think it helped me a lot to understand how how commercial laws actually play out in the real world because commercial law i think in, in my opinion is a very practical subject it's a very experiential subject it's not something that you can learn in abstract in like law school or in classroom where it's just theory that you're learning so it helped me a lot to understand what are the frameworks that the clients are working with, how do we come in, how do lawyers come in to actually solve client problems and, you know, just to understand, I don't know, maybe like a more um, holistic sense of the Companies Act or any other like commercial act in itself. And I think the skills that were very necessary, like which I really imbibed from this corporate, like from my corporate law experience was, of course, like, as I said, teamwork, uh, be working under strict deadlines. And I think also just being very, uh, like a lot of attention to detail, basically, 
uh, and being in a very um I think this was one of my first experience being in a client like it is my first experience <laughs> just out of law school but it was one of my first experience being in a client facing role so how to connect how to con how to uh, carry yourself out with clients how to like manage their expectations how to understand what they want from you and to understand how much you can help them in terms of legal opinion or uh, you know because they are they don't know the law they don't understand the jargon so how to simplify that jargon how to make them understand how to like structure better um so i think it was a lot of uh, it it was very educational for me like i think uh, i learned a lot of problem solving skills uh, which i have carried on into policy and a lot of uh, you know uh, just a lot of let's say um yeah i think like problem solving and complex um structuring issues so i didn't really work in fintech per se but i did have a lot of uh, but i did have a lot of uh, experience in commercial laws and financial regulations while working in uh, while working there because i was dealing because i was in an mna team so and i think technology law is something that i had been carrying forward through my research assistantship in third year into my fifth year where i was doing electives and a lot of other um, other activities which was geared towards technology law so i think i was really interested in understanding the intersection between financial laws and technology and i think that's a very dynamic and upcoming area of law which will completely revolutionize how financial systems work how commercial laws are working in our countries how we are seeing the financial uh, ecosystem in itself and i just wanted to be at the forefront of it so i think that's what made me switch to policy and switch to fintech team in gen in specific so yeah i think that's about it um so what would what advice would you give to people and our like listeners here who are interested in learning more about fintech or um understanding the way it works from a policy or regulatory perspective what are some ways in which they can hone their research interest in this area any particular opportunities you'd recommend for them so i definitely think like the aware of opportunities right now but i definitely think like being aware like being aware of current affairs in fintech is like the most important thing like even job like half of our job is to actually understand what is going on in fintech in the country and globally because like i said it's so like it's an emerging area of law it's something is happening every day like even like a year like even within like a month or two months everything is changing so i think like the very first thing that anybody is interested in fintech needs to do is that sign up for newsletters sign up for like any sort of like google alerts or anything related to fintech understand it because i think that is the very beginning of that is the beginning of understanding how financial regulations work and how you can actually see technology playing a part in it and um i think in terms of opportunities like there are a lot of um there's there's a lot of research happening around fintech there's a lot of organizations coming up like, like rbi um, cis also right yeah exactly cis mm-hmm. you have cis you have like every organization actually working under fintech any one aspect or the other and especially in india with the entire budget session announcing a digital currency and the crypto bill still being in the fold so it's like there's a wealth of i think uh, there's a wealth of research which is going to come out and there's a wealth of discussion that is going to come out of it mm-hmm. and i think uh, attending these being a part of these reading these are very important to understand fintech 
because if you're not abreast with recent happenings, if you're not abreast with the recent literature that is going on, you'll be too late to catch up with it later on. And uh, I think that's something that I did even in law school and afterwards when I was in fintech, so I kept on reading about it, which helped me actually understand what Vidhi wants and also get into Vidhi, so as to say. And uh, also at the same time, I think, um, yes, like I said, EY, even for like EY, KPMG, they're all coming up with like research. They're all coming up with a lot of, um, a lot new, like they are themselves also like new ways of technologies and fintech. Like Visa is coming up with like digital, like Visa is coming up with a lot of initiatives. There's also, uh, I don't know, like RBI has come up with its own quite a bit of uh, things to come out of it. So I think, yeah, like right now, it's a very good time to be in the fintech space because uh, all eyes are on fintech, quite literally. So I think there won't be any lot of opportunities. And uh, when you were in law school, did you ever immediately think of pursuing higher education? Did your plans change? Are you perhaps interested in higher education? Yeah, so I always did want to actually pursue higher education. Um, I always have seen myself getting a master's eventually, but I was just not uh, certain about the timeline. But uh, as I as I graduated out of law school and as I interacted with more and more people, and uh, I just I just knew that there was a like I I got a much like I think once people graduate from your workspace, you get a sort of sense of where go with your life what direction you want to take in your life also this is a caveat like i'm literally just like i've not even completed a year okay <laughs> so like yeah. out of law school so this is just a caveat this is what is my personal experience like you get some sort of a direction to where you want to go for what is for you and what is not for you so i think by talking to other people being in their own position myself i uh, actually i realized that yeah i do want to have i do want to undertake higher fairly earlier than I had expected to take it on. So definitely, uh, like higher education was always on my mind. Just right now, actually, all of my efforts and all of my career choices are directed towards getting a good, like a good opportunity for a higher education. So yeah. So yeah, you would recommend for those people who are interested in taking on higher education early on, you'd recommend um tailoring their interests to fit whatever niche they'd like to pursue. Is that right? Yeah, but as I also think, mm-hmm. yeah, but I also think that um being in law school, you don't really uh be honest, like it's my personal opinion. You don't really know what you like until you're in there. So for example, I thought I would want to do, uh, I want to pursue higher education in pure commercial or corporate law. Mm-hmm. But as and when I went out and as and when I spoke to other people, I researched on opportunities. I am right now working in fintech. I have slowly come to realize that I would actually, really, like I would definitely pursue my education in fintech. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think it changes. And I think anybody in law school is taking up, who's thinking of taking up higher ed- education, they should maybe start out with a some sort of a broad area of law but mm-hmm. i also don't think it's good to um completely fixate on a niche area of law while you're in law school until you've taken like other activities outside of law school which helps you understand what you want and what you don't 
also it's completely fine if you think that that is what you are going to do eventually and that's what you want to do that's completely fine but i just don't think there's any right or a uh, wrong way to go about this so i think they should just take it as they go and um it, what matters is that what they happy in and what they think they can actually want to be interested to work in because <laughs> because it's going to be yeah. a long haul from now so i Absolutely. think that yeah what is it like working at vidhi um what sort of work do you do what sort of deliver- uh, deliverables do you have to put out and how is the culture when it comes to mentorship because um as we've come to realize over episodes that mentorship is truly important when it comes to you know having that sort of guidance when it comes to determining your legal career so how is it like at vidhi i think at vidhi is honestly great and this is like without any like bias or anything but i think <laughs> yeah. it's really good like i'm really happy working at vidhi um in terms of deliverables so we have a so i think in team to team it differs the kind of deliverables and also the time differs so but like the broad deliverables are e or uh, your independent projects or like they call origination projects which is essentially something that the team picks it up by themselves uh so it can be in area of law it can be anything which the team decides on its own then you have also like for example maybe you are engaged by an organization you're working with another organization uh to develop a project or develop a working paper on a certain topic there is also a lot a uh, work coming out in terms of uh, in terms of like bills and in terms of legislative draftings and also just dis- or discussion papers and consultative with governments with um, organizations like niti ayog other policy think tanks etc uh, there are op-eds blogs newsletters which are all uh, things that you need to do as well i think uh, in terms of uh, in terms of mentorship in terms of mentorship like i have been extremely uh, fortunate to be getting like team lead like she is probably one of like and uh, not probably she is one of the one of the biggest scholars in like fintech in india right now and uh, she great like she uh, like she, like i think mentorship is something that even vidhi really focuses on so you get mentorship right from the top like to everybody around you your colleagues because with these also a place that you get to meet such diverse people and it's not just like lawyers you also have like non lawyers who are working as like policy you know so i think uh, it's just so diverse and there are such top notch scholars and researchers who are working at with like there and they are so uh, amicable and they are so um, and open to helping you open to helping you in terms of uh, anything that you want like for example even in our, in our reports you know like you do peer review within the organization so mm-hmm. i it's something great uh, there's a very good culture of mentorship in vidhi there is a lot of there's a very good culture of asking peers for help and asking peers for their opinions so i think the men- on the mentorship front it's very um it's very suitable for any person especially me because i've never had never worked in this area of law specifically to come to this area of to come to this organization and not feel because i the first reaction is to feel obviously intimidated and the first reaction is to obviously feel like i'm enough to be here 
uh, am I good enough to be to be here? Am I good enough to be within these people? But they are so humble. They are so open. They are so open to making like you know, um, giving you advice, giving you the help that you need, and just being open to being approached by you. So I think that is great. And in terms of freedom to work, there is a lot of freedom to work in your in your area of law. Like other than like, uh, like we are encouraged to work on op our own op eds. We're encouraged to write our own blogs. We're encouraged to uh you know do whatever like go for other events go for other workshops you know whichever way we think we can hone our skills better and there's always help that is like there's always help available like my team lead had also told me that you know you can write up as you know if you really if you want me to just review it once before you send it out to somebody let me know it's okay no problem i'll review it for you and i'll give you contacts of like people that you can approach to publish your op eds so i think like that kind of support is like yeah Great. yeah so i think that's very nice absolutely and do you have some tips for those who might want to work in policy especially as um so people who go to nujs or nls we may have more access to say research opportunities ra ships organizations like sayog etc but um for people who may not have the privilege of these institutions what are some tips that you could give them if they want to work in the policy space um i think the biggest thing is that keep a lookout for um opportunities in the policy space and i think apply apply for internships like just keep applying for internships because uh, policy spaces are not that strict about uh in like whether or not um you have prior research like they about whether like they do obviously whether you have prior research experience or not but they're also very open to giving chances and they're very open to giving uh uh you know opportunities to people to work for them so i think that is one of the tips and i think the second thing is that even though if you don't have like formal uh, like um institutional avenues to have research opportunities like as you mentioned like nujs and nls has i think just to take initiative your own and just maybe starting simple uh starting simple like maybe writing a blog or maybe just writing an op-ed or you know, whatever it is that you want to do just to start by just writing and researching because i think what a lot of people like at least for me uh, writing and researching uh, i don't think like at least writing i don't think is my strong suit so you know i just think the only way to do is is through practice and to write more and to do more legal research so i think yeah i just think that they should just focus on um they should just focus on these skills to understand really that uh, what they want to do and to just show initiative by themselves also so yeah i think that's about it <laughs> um any so since you were also a member of the kotelia society when you were at nujs do you have any insight for us or any projects you'd like to see us take up any areas you'd like to see us work on so i definitely think you guys everything to be very <laughs> honest okay because uh, like i said like i'm a very big um like i'm a very big cheerleader of like trying out every different sphere of law because mm-hmm. you never know what you might land up on and i think being in cotelia society actually gives you a very unique position to be in direct access to these kind of research opportunities uh, much more closely than even like an uh, even like a non cotelia society student in nujs suppose 
so i think whenever any of these opportunities come your way like i know personally that you know uh, there are like like there are like places for cotelia interns and there are special projects that require cotelia society fellows i just think that you all should just like close your eyes and just go for it like mm-hmm. regardless of whether you think or don't think that it might be aligned with your research interest like at the very least from it like even if you realize that okay maybe this area of law is not what i'm interested in you will get some stellar people to interact with some stellar research to be doing and also getting an experience in terms of writing and or doing legal research something like if you're interested in research or even just in terms of just an experience i think you should you all should just comes your way from like with the or any other research opportunities so and i think that is what even i did when i was back at the society so i was so i was uh, so i was in the lawyer team which i didn't really know at all much back then i had just come i had just come to know about it when once i joined the cotilla society and i think like i thought that oh, this is something which was not what i was expecting out of it because i never even knew this word existed in vidhi but oh my god like i got so much out of it in terms of just writing social listicles or just getting the guidance on how to simplify law how to simplify jargons how to simplify my legal writing like it's been a huge help and that's and those are skills that i still carry on from for like any job that i do and have done so i think it's just just to like do it without any bias or any judgment that's i think that's my insight into cotillon society students yeah it is it is like i'm very grateful to be part of it and i as you said writing the listicles for nyaya i think it's been very very educational for me as well so as you also graduated during the pandemic and you attended on offline co- online college so what are some of uh, what are sorry i will edit this out what is some advice you can give law students who are you know studying online interning online do you have any tips for them uh, first of all sympathy is because it's the worst <laughs> to be very honest like i personally for me it was not a very uh, good experience doing online classes um but i think the tips uh, to an online class like i'll just divide it into class like online class is that um i think it's very to try to pay attention um i know it's hard and i know it's difficult but um i think uh, just try was like i try to choose my electives which were really interesting to me and which actually i realize like i think in an online class you need to be really specific about hold your interest and what will not so i think you need to therefore strategize and see what are these classes that you would want to do it and also classes which give you a lot of opportunities to um a work independently of the class um so for example i, I took him uh, which sort and we had like a lot of research projects which actually helped me uh research by myself and like come up with like you know come up with ideas and all of that that is something which is very important in an online class to do like to take up electives and subjects which will help you delve into um other um, like uh, like which will help you read up on other things other than what was what is going on in class uh, in terms of online internships it's very difficult to be actually in sync with uh, 
a new place in an online township but i think just biggest is my biggest tip whoever like all the juniors that i've spoken to when everybody that i've spoken to when going through online township and they have been fairly like you know i just want to um give up because it's not happening because like sometimes work not coming by way i don't know how to like connect or build a rapport with my team members or you know how to like get them to and them to like give me guidance or mentorship so i think it's very important to have conversations and be more open with your team members in an online internship um it's like be more open in terms of uh you know i like be more open terms of, i'm not getting work can you please give me guidance right. can i please have a conversation with you and just to keep on asking for work um think persistence and being very open in conversations with your team members is something that uh, i think should be a thing for online internships although i've never done an online internship myself so i'm not really sure if i'm the right person to be asking for this for this so yeah i think that's All right. Thank you so much Swarna for sharing your insight with us here today. We really appreciate everything you had to say about fintech and your time at NUJS and the very valuable insight you gave us regarding the perspective one must keep in mind when approaching higher education plans. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be here with us today. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be here and I really like wish you all all the best and I hope I can like Uh, just please feel free to reach any or anything thank you so much for having me